Hello and welcome to Backchat, your podcast all about scoliosis, yoga and back care. My name is Christine Jaregiberry. I'm a yoga teacher, creator of the Yogaberry Yoga for Scoliosis community and YouTube channel. And this show is all about supporting you on your scoliosis journey. So if you're looking for practical advice and inspiration on how to manage the condition with yoga and movement, then you're in the right place. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Backchat. Welcome to Move with Scoliosis. I'm going to have to get used to this. Um, your yoga for scoliosis, Pilates for scoliosis, movement, movement with scoliosis community. Um, yes, most of you know, I've, I've literally, I've changed um, the name from Yoga Berry to Move with Scoliosis just last week. Um, so we're still kind of tweaking little things. Hopefully the, the website and everything is working all right for you, of course. Um, nothing has changed. I still love yoga. Um, we're just kind of expanding a little bit and, um, yeah, hoping to teach what, what I have learned, obviously, in all my different movement practices. Good. So I, you can see I've got my chair set up here as we are going to do a little bit of chair yoga today. And this has been a request from the community um, in the Facebook group, or I can't remember. I think it was in the Facebook group, or maybe I did get some emails about it as well. So I thought, let's do this. Um, I think um, everyone can benefit from this. And sometimes chair yoga is kind of associated with like people who cannot move at all for who it's basically great. If you can sit on a chair, you can do it. But also obviously if you are sitting at your desk quite a lot and you just want a few movements that you can do anytime during the day, it uh, doesn't have to be a big deal. You don't have to get your yoga mat out. You don't have to put your yoga gear on. You can do this wherever you are. So. If you are here live, feel free to join me to do the movements with me. If you don't feel like it, you just want to watch, you can do that as well. And then um, just maybe try them out afterwards. So if you are here live, I would love for you to tell me that you can hear me all right. Um, that's always helpful. Then I know that I'm not just talking to myself, basically. Um, <laughs> good. Right. So. If you have been following me on Instagram, so I'm just going to wait a couple of minutes before I start just to make sure that everything is going all right. Um, you will know that I've kind of moved my big Black Friday sale forwards a little bit um, into October. And I'm offering you the chance to join the Shine membership at £10 for your first month at the moment. So, um, if you are, if you've kind of considered joining the membership for a long time and you're like, oh, I don't know if this is the right time. This is the right time because for £10, you can join it for a month. If you don't enjoy it, which I'm, I'm sure that won't be the case, but if for whatever reason you don't want to continue, you can just cancel afterwards. Um, but it's going to give you a chance to join my weekly live practice. Um, we were we recorded every time as well. So if you can't join us live, which is at 2 p.m. my time, London time, then you can just catch up the recording. So you'll get four of those 
already in your first month. Um, you get all the access to all the past guest workshops. So there's so much content on there, which is brilliant. Um, so there's a lot of my Shine members here as well. So we've got Laura, we've got Pat. Nice. So Colleen is saying loud and clear. Good. Excellent. Everyone can hear me. Lovely. Shall we get started then? We're going to get straight into it because I don't want to take away from your yoga time. And if there's something at the moment, um, maybe that you feel in your body, feel free to let me know in, your, in the chat if there's something that is kind of bothering you or um, where you're not quite sure about achiness, aches and pains, and then we can get going. So you don't need anything other than your chair. <laughs> Hi, Liz. Um, good morning. You can hear and see me. Good. Excellent. Um, obviously, so I just want to say this again. So, so we have this podcast is obviously available as well on Spotify. So if you are listening to it, you can still do this because um, I'm going to try and be very, very specific in how I explain the explain the movements. And I actually I had a, um, a student a couple of years ago and uh, she had a hearing impairment. She was uh, deaf, basically, so she could not hear anything. I'm um, sorry, she was blind. <laughs> she was blind. She could not see anything, but she could hear everything. And at that point, I had to get very, very good at explaining things. So massive thank you to her. Um, her name is Jo. And uh, yes, and I think that has really, really helped me with my teaching. And I'm hoping that those who are listening on Spotify can benefit from this. Okay, so nobody's told me about anything in particular going on. So I think we're just gonna get started. So you'll need your chair and preferably, doesn't happen very often, um, I'm going to say, say wear socks if you've got socks lying around. <laughs> and those of you who are um, who were in the shine practice today, you know why and you know what's coming. So I'm going to get onto my chair. So first of all, we have to make sure. Um, so I'm going to zoom this out a little bit more. What type of chair we are working with here right now? So this here is an Iyengar yoga chair, and I'm gonna have to say this is great for all the standing poses. It's not slippery and all of this on the on the yoga mat, but for chair yoga purposes, it's actually not ideal. Definitely not for me because you can probably see from the side. Um, that my hips are slightly lower than my knees because there's a little bit of a dip here in the in the in the middle, so it goes it's kind of curved in a little bit more. So what I'm going to say, so I will put a blanket on top, and you kind of this is not obviously a standard thing, so you're going to have to see what this does to your structure, obviously. And I'm really going to sit on the edge of the chair here. To again, so it could even be sitting higher up, preferably. But I'm going to leave it at this because I'm, I tend not to slouch too much, so I'm okay. But if you want to sit up a little bit higher, 
then make sure that you do. You definitely don't want your knees higher than your hips. Making sure that you can sit up tall. So this is kind of the rules of the chair. <laughs> so I'm going to turn around again. Faffing about a little bit. Good. So again, I'm not kind of sitting back all into it and resting to the edge of my chair. I'm going to come straight onto the front of the chair. And then I'm going to have my feet about hip distance apart. And I'm just going to rest my hands on my thighs for a moment. And we're just going to close our eyes here. And just taking a few breaths. So just kind of getting used to sitting here in this way, feeling your sitting bones. Just maybe notice, is there more weight on one sitting bone than the other? So especially with lumbar scoliosis or if you have a thoracolumbar curve that is really taking over, you might feel that there is a bit more weight on one side than the other. So I just want you to notice right now, if you can even it out, then great. But we don't want to even it out kind of by leaning over to the side. It's more for lengthening up and then maybe pressing down through that side of the sitting bones a little bit more. Good. Awareness to the tops of the shoulders. Can you soften the tops of the shoulders? What does that mean even, right? So most of us have got a lot of tension kind of carrying up there. So see if we can kind of imagine them as like nice fluffy pillows. Those big muscles starting to soften with every exhale. Good. So you can either keep your eyes closed or you can open your eyes. And then just starting to very gently turn your head to one side, looking over the shoulder and then coming back to center and then turning the head to the other side. So we're moving very, very slowly. We don't want this to be a quick movement. Just very slow movement and noticing how far maybe you can turn the head and also at what point maybe your shoulder wants to get involved. So we don't want that. We want the shoulders to be on holiday. This is just about the neck right now. Good, so just turning the head from side to side. Good, with the next one, we're gonna turn the head to the side and then we're gonna lower the chin down. So you get a little bit more of a stretch at the back of the neck and then lifting the head again so the chin is parallel to the floor and then turn the head to the other side. So lowering the chin, feel that stretch at the back of the neck. Chin comes parallel and then turn again over to the other side. So we're just gonna repeat this one more time. Again, I just want you to notice areas of tension, clicking, anything like that what's going on right now. Good, and coming back to center. 
Good. So from there, we're going to start to move the shoulders a little bit more. So we're going to bring the shoulders up towards the ears and then back and down. So again, this is a slow movement. So draw the shoulders up so you'll feel the muscles kind of squeeze. And then we bring the shoulder blades back and letting them slide down. Good. So we're going to do a few more of those. So up towards the ears, back and down. Lovely. Good. And again, just noticing how are the shoulders moving. So for me, my left shoulder is always moving better than my right. So I'm just keeping my focus on the right shoulder a little bit more. Good. Lovely. From there, we're going to take the arms out to the sides. And just notice when you do this, have you started to kind of arch into your back? So I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to change anything of your beautiful alignment, which you've got right now. So we are going to turn the palms up and feel that broadening across the chest. And then we're going to turn the arms the other way. So the palms might be facing behind you. So the shoulders will be slightly rolling forwards not too round and to collapse. It's literally just a movement of the shoulder blades. So we're turning the palms forwards and up and then backwards and up. So forwards and up, broadening across the chest and then the other way. Yeah, so you should feel the shoulder blade movements, right? So we imagine them as kind of two dinner plates on the on the back and they're kind of moving towards each other squeezing a little bit and then they're moving away from each other good so from there we're going to have one palm turning out the other one in and then change we're going to speed this one up a little bit so we've been moving quite slow let's speed it up a little bit so now those dinner plates will kind of move in opposite directions like a little massage to those spaces around the shoulder blades, which for those of us with scoliosis can get super, super tight. So again, this is a great little reset as well for anyone working at um, the desk and being in this kind of rounded position for long periods of time. Good. Let's give everything a little bit of a shake out little wiggle about good let's take three breaths we're going to inhale bring the arms up over the head and then exhale we're going to draw the hands down the midline good so inhale reach the arms up feel yourself getting taller and lifting lengthening out of the waist and then exhale when you draw the hands down the midline you're reaching even more through the crown of the head good let's do two more even though i said three we're going to do four Inhale and then exhale, growing taller. And last one, inhale and then exhale. Good. From there, we're going to do a little bit of a, a, another thing for the, for the neck, which is what we've done in the class today. And we'll see how it goes for you. We're going to do a little bit of a before and after test. So first of all, I just from this sitting position here where you're really where you're lengthening up through the crown of the head how far can you 
kind of tilt your head comfortably back and bring the chin up towards the ceiling and notice what's going on in your muscles. So I don't just stop where it kind of starts to feel uncomfortable and then come back to center. So notice where this place is, right? When you kind of lift your chin, how does your neck feel? And where's that place where it starts to feel ugh, uncomfortable? So we're going to compare the before and after, basically. Good. So hopefully you've all done this. You can give me some feedback. I have a massive screen now, basically. So I'm hoping that I can still see the comments, even though I'm sitting far away. Right. So we are, I'm turning my camera down because we're actually going to be working with the feet to sort out the neck. Right. So you can sit however it's kind of most comfortable for you. How if you want to relax the, the arms, you can bring that kind of hands behind you if you want, or just rest the hands on the on the legs. However, it's the most comfortable. And this is where you need your socks because we're going to slide the foot. So I'm going to turn it down a little bit more so you can see my feet. So we're going to start with the right side. We're going to slide the right foot. So I'm going to keep my sole of the foot on the floor. And then when the toes start to come off the ground, I'm going to flex the foot. My leg is not straight. So I'm keeping a knee, uh, a bend in my knee. So I'm flexing the foot and then I'm going to scrunch up the toes as if I'm kind of curling them over a pencil or something like that. So I'm going to give them a little squeeze here. Then I'm going to relax my toes, bring the sole of the foot down, slide the foot back in, and then just lifting the toes. So it doesn't matter if you cannot make this movement. Uh, exactly like I do it, as long as you're moving into that direction, it, it doesn't really matter. So we're going to do this two more times, but I need you to really focus on the movement. So you're going to slide the foot away. Once the toes start to come off the ground, you flex the foot. My leg is not straight. Then I'm curling my toes, give them a little squeeze. And I release. Bring the sole of the foot back down and then sliding the foot slowly back in and lifting the toes. And release. Good. Let's do this one more time. So slide the foot. And then we're going to flex, curl the toes. And then release and then draw the foot back in and lifting the toes. And release. Good. And then I just want you to come back to your movement. So lift up, lift the head and check if this has made a difference. And I'm going to wait and see and let me let me know in the comments if it has made a difference or if it hasn't made a difference. Either way, I'm not going to take it personally. Um, it certainly has made a difference for me right now. And this is, by the way, I'm not going to take credit for this. This is a movement I've learned from uh, James Knight. He does the somatic yoga and um, I love it. And, and for me, it works every time. Okay. So Colleen is saying, wow, <laughs> I'm guessing this has made a difference then. Did you, did you, were you able to lift your head more? So tell us what, what happened or was it more comfortable? Um, let us know. 
Yes. <laughs> so Laura has done this for the second time today now. So it's it's working on the chair as well, right? In the class we did it um, sitting on the floor, but it does work sitting sitting on a chair as well. Good, excellent. Let's see if there's anyone else who has got any. Okay, so Pat is saying it worked this time. Oh, thank goodness. So it didn't work for her when she was sitting down on the floor, but it worked for her this time. Kalina saying huge difference, more comfortable and able to go back further. Isn't that amazing? Right. Let's work with the other foot as well, though. So we're going to sort out the other side as well. We're going to go back to our chair, going to go back to our foot movement. So you're now focusing on your left leg. So it's, it's important. There's a mind and body connection here. So you are going to focus on your left foot and you're sliding your left foot away from you. Once the toes start to leave the ground, you flex the foot, scrunch up the toes as if they're curling them and kind of gripping a pencil. And then you release, bring the sole of the foot down, slide the foot back in, and then lifting the toes. And release. Good. Two more times. So really focusing on the sensations. Flexing, curling, release. Release the foot and then slide it back in. And then lifting the toes. Good. Last one. We're not looking to, uh, there shouldn't be any pain, definitely. Focus on the sensations, staying in the comfortable range. Good. Finish that movement and then again, check. Now that made even more of a difference for me. So, Tell me what it did for you. Okay, so Shital is saying, yes, I did for the first time. So it worked, excellent. That was the right foot, I think. So tell me if it kind of just stayed the same with the left foot or did it get even better? Or maybe you didn't find a difference in the first foot, but in the second. So this is all Im important um, information. Right. And I know while well, Laura certainly was asking before, why is this? What is this? Why is this working? Right. Um, and this is all uh, it's all neuroscience, basically, but it's all about those connections and all the parts of the body are linked, obviously. And we're taking advantage of working with one part of the body that will then have an effect on a different part of the body. So. Um, so Colleen is saying, yes, worked even more incredible. Okay. And just from kind of this, and this is about proprioception. So how we perceive our, ourselves, um, in regards to the space around us. And you've heard me maybe talk about this with scoliosis, this can be compromised, right? We sometimes tend to be a little bit clumsy sometimes and maybe not know where things are in our body. So working with the feet and parts of the body that have got lots of joints can be really, really helpful. 
Good. So Liz is saying second foot worked. Thanks, Christine. You're welcome. <laughs> Good. So if you're taking something away, if that worked for you, then great. So hopefully everyone is feeling a little bit more comfortable um, in, the, in the neck and in the shoulders right now. Let's bring our attention. We've got another couple of movements just to work a little bit with the legs and with the hips. So I'm going to turn to the side. And again, you kind of have to adjust a little bit here. So I want to, again, sit on the edge of the chair so that I'm not kind of slouching here in the middle. And I'm going to start to straighten my leg that is closest to the back of the chair. So I'm sliding the foot away from me until the back of the, the leg, until the leg is straight, the other knee is bent. And I'm going to bring the hands onto the hips. Now lengthening again up towards the ceiling and then hinging forwards from the hips. This might not be very far at all, right? So if you have a lot of tightness, um in the legs if you're running or generally just tight in that area it might not be very far now if you soften your foot maybe you can come forwards a little bit more the more you flex your foot the harder it is the more of a stretch you will feel so i'm going to flex my foot because my calf needs a little bit of a stretch and i'm just going to stay here for a couple of breaths Good, and then I'm gonna release. Good, and bend the knee again. So from this, we're gonna go into a warrior one variation with the chair. So I'm, I've turned myself to the left side. So my back of the chair is on my left side. And I'm going to bring the right leg back behind me into kind of towards a, a lunge situation here keeping my hips facing forwards. And I'm gonna rest my hands onto the left knee and slide, slightly bending forwards, not to collapse into the upper body, but still keeping that length. And then from there, I can start to straighten the back leg a little bit more to get a stretch into the front of the right hip, into the hip flexors there on my right side. So I'm slightly leaning forwards, but not to kind of collapse but just to get a little bit more length into my lower back because I don't want to kind of just arch into the back to do this movement good again I'm going to stay for a breath and then I'm going to release slide the foot back in and then I'm going to turn over to the other side so the back of the chair is on my right side now so I'm starting with the stretch of the right leg. So I'm going to bring the right leg forwards and out in front of me. I'm flexing the right foot, lengthening through the crown of the head, hinging forwards from the hips, just coming into that little bit of a stretch here at the back of the leg. So no need to kind of go very far, even if you can. Sometimes if you just um, think about the fit, especially if... If, uh, if that previous exercise worked for you, then flex your foot a little bit more. And maybe that will give you a different stretch rather than trying to bend forwards too much. Good. Let's take one more long breath. Maybe two. 
quite enjoying enjoying the stretch. Lovely. And then we release and we're going to bring that other leg back behind us now. So my right knee is now bent. I'm sliding the left leg behind me. I'm slightly hinging forwards, bringing the hands onto the knee. Coming into that warrior one variation, just easing my way into it. I'm not moving very fast at all. I'm just slowly straightening my back leg, lengthening through that hip flexor here, psoas muscle. Just taking a couple of breaths. Good. And then slowly release. And we're going to turn to the front again. I'm going to turn my camera up. So what is important with the chair is obviously that we um, are also able to comfortably get out of it and go back into it. So that's exactly what we're going to do for our last little movement. So we have our feet hip distance apart. We're sitting at the edge of the chair. We're hinging slightly forwards from the waist, from the hips, sorry, not from the waist, from the hips, just like we did in the previous one. And shifting the weight into the legs, coming up into standing. Inhale and then exhale, slowly sitting back down. Good, so we're gonna do this on the exhale. So we inhale. To prepare, exhale, hinging forwards, coming up into standing. Inhale, to lengthen and exhale, taking the hips back and sitting back down. And see if you can really sit in exactly the same place. So we're gonna keep going with this a couple of more times where you sat before. Good, so next one, we're gonna Stay standing and we're just going to finish here with a couple of arm movements. So we made our way out of the chair. So we can now really stand up tall, lengthening through the crown of the head. Inhale, reaching the arms up. And then exhale, drawing the hands down the midline. So one more time, big inhale, reaching. And then exhale, drawing the hands down the midline. Good, lovely. So that was our chair yoga practice for today. How did you get on? Let me know. Um, did you enjoy that? How do you feel right now? I want to hear <laughs> or to see, to read how this worked for you. So. I'm glad. Let me know as well if this kind of makes sense. Um, it might not make sense <laughs> why the foot uh, exercise worked. Um, but I think it's it's quite amazing once we start to understand all these little connections in the body and and also how to un how to understand that if I have neck pain, the solution might not be to work with the neck but it might be to work with a different part. Okay, lovely. So Liz is saying, feels so good to stretch the hip flexors. Yes, that warrior one is, is quite nice. And, you know, we don't always have to do the version being on the mat. You can do this on your chair. 
Laura is saying super enjoyable for neck and psoas muscles. Good. And Kalina is saying great. Thank you. Learn something new. <laughs> we'll join you at Shine. Lovely. Yes. Make sure you do um, join us. As I said, um, I do usually do a Black Friday sale, but I've decided to bring it forwards this year. And it's not going to happen in November. It's happening right now until Sunday. You can get into the Shine membership um, as a new member for £10. And then it will go up to the, to the regular price afterwards, which is £49. And then you can decide if you want, if you're like, oh, one month is enough. I just wanted to see what's in there. And that's absolutely fine. But if you want to join us for a weekly practice, we are always having a lot of fun in our uh, Wednesday class and yeah. So Liz is saying she has to release her neck often. Yes, I think a lot of us are carrying a lot of tension in, in this area. If you're also, if you're thinking about, you know, how with scoliosis, obviously um, there is this, this imbalance in, in terms of like where your spine is going, obviously, and where the weight is, your head and your neck will always have to compensate for what is going on further down the line. So our necks have to work even harder. So it is important to, to keep working with them. And that might not always be lots of neck rolls and, and things like that. It might be slightly different things. Good, lovely. Shitala saying thank you. I was able to catch you today and learn a good technique. Good, excellent. That was my goal. Um, and I certainly enjoyed chatting with you here. I hope you enjoyed it as well. And we'll see you very soon. Make sure to send me, keep sending me your emails and your messages um, if you have questions, because then I can make this all relevant, obviously, to what you're asking rather than just saying what I think people should know, right? It might not be relevant. So there we go. Have a lovely week and we'll see you soon. Bye everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be super grateful if, if you could leave me a five-star rating and review, which will help me to create lots more amazing content. If you have any questions or suggestions, reach out to me on Instagram at yogaberry.scoliosis or visit my website at www.yogaberry.net.